Well, well, hello. Yes, you can hear me. I hear that I'm amplified. <laughs> I feel a little bit like Madonna with this thing on, but super cool. Very happy to be here. My name is uh, Markus Thor Andersson. I come from the Reykjavik Art Museum as chief curator there. And I'm so happy to be invited to take part in this event with today, Leo Park. I'm uh, moderating the talk and we're going to be pulling the truth out of you in terms of your paintings that we can see upstairs in the uh, fair. Uh, represented by uh, Stensland Berliner, so we can see a brand new series of his work, and uh, some of them are here on uh, the screen behind us. So uh, let's dive into it and, and get to know this painter. I was very happy to be invited to talk here about this work because it's very intriguing, uh, because you stand in front of it and uh, so many things jump to your mind. It's uh, references from all over the place from uh, history, from, from present times, from, uh, from uh, your personal experiences, and, and from wherever. But the first question to you, Leo, would be just, you know, what are we looking at in your, in your mindset? Well, it's a, it's a series of uh, paintings that are sort of a continuation uh, of a body of work that started maybe like 21 or something that consists of these figures, these tattooed figures that are sort of, sort of a, maybe like a mix between sculpture and figures. And uh, with these tattoos, they also, it's sort of a mixture between like a three-dimensional figure and also this flat, flat space of the, of the tattoos on the bodies, like a sort of two worlds meeting. In, in these pictures, and uh, they're mostly evolving these images around, like this, the beach scene and uh, other quite simple settings of nature. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, the beach as a scene, as a setting for these figures, is, uh, is something that has reoccurred uh, a lot. And, and in these paintings we see now at the fair, it's sort of very restricted to that yeah. scenery. If there was ever any confusion, we even have ice cream yeah, yeah, yeah. to add. Exactly. Help us out a little bit. But you don't have many elements in the works. They're pretty stripped in that sense. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's the way I like it. I, I like to have a certain kind of narrative to the, to the images, but I, I also like it to be quite simple. Uh, and that's why these few elements, like the ice cream, is something that creates some kind of narrative, a very, very small narrative, mm -hmm. but still some kind of a drama. And uh, I think it's inspired by maybe, you know, antique sculptures and also maybe paintings that you ha have a very limited set of uh, attributes that still creates some kind of kind of story, mm -hmm. but are also very focused on the figure. And I think that, uh, like mo mostly what I am uh, interested in in these paintings is the, is the figure mm -hmm. and the exploration of the figure, like the volumes and, and stuff like that. But, but they wouldn't be sort of anything without the the surroundings either, but, but they are very like limited or scale, like narrowed down. 
But you, you have a, a you, you work in series, right? right. It's, it's a bunch of works that you create at a certain given time, and they have a certain framework where you play within. Yeah, you can, you can say that. I mean, I've been, I've been working with this. It wasn't like planned or anything, but I have been working with this like the last few years, and it feels also that the whole, the whole way of working with this is sort of, there's so much to explore, and that's why I think I've just keep, kept doing it, yeah. you know. Uh, exactly. We talked uh, about this before a little bit, that, that uh, you know, it, it's, it's not as if you're stuck, but you, you just get deeper and deeper into it, mm -hmm. because there's, there's always something new that intrigues you. But what, what I'd like to tease out of you is, is, what is it? What is it that keeps you going? What, what are the challenges for you? I mean, first of all, I think a, a challenge is uh, like a very profane, profound fallid, like challenges uh, just the just painting tattooed figures and there's not many references backwards of, of the, like a painted tattooed figure and that is just a, like a painterly challenge to mm -hmm. make that work and the way I want it to work and figure out how that can uh, can work in a painting uh, uh, and you know there's also like the introduction of the tattoos also introduces a lot of, uh, in a way you can say they're very complicated images because you have like two words, mm -hmm. worlds mm -hmm. that are mm -hmm. inter, like, uh, interconnected or, like, or, or par parallel to each other. They yeah. work in parallel, like, uh, but, but still they're, they're intertwined with each other in a way. And uh, so the development of this, the language of the tattoos is also like a process of uh, figuring out how I how I want that or mm -hmm. what what works and what what doesn't work, uh, and also like in relationship to the, the the surroundings of the of the figures, you know, nature and uh, how I how how I want to you know render. <laughs> This kind of nature, mm -hmm. and, you know. Yeah. But uh, since you since you're uh, talking about the tattoos, let's go a little bit more into that. I mean, what are they? Are they uh, are they ideas from your sketchbook? Are they part of your research into ancient uh, symbols, or, or where do they come from? I mean, the visual uh, language of it, I think, is uh, fruit of uh, some just what I've been soaking up from very early on like like from comics and graffiti and uh, looking at runes and maybe all kinds of ancient sort of inscriptions and logotypes stuff that I've been interested in in this very sort of flat two-dimensional graphic and also like hieroglyphs like stuff that are look looking a lot like some kind of language or mm -hmm. maybe are some kind of old language and new language. And, uh, and I, it, was, it is something that I've been interested in for a long time and been making these drawings. And I was, for a long time, I've been very interested in the artist Eivind Falström, for example, who works with hieroglyphs mm -hmm. and giving them new meanings and mixing them and the whole, whole that whole, like a world you're in when you're in a two-dimensional surface uh, that is uh, sort of uh, 
I mean, you don't have hierarchy. Uh, you can compress time in a way. You can have old old pictures mixing with new pictures, and they can interconnect in in in, in new ways all the time. Mm -hmm. It's sort of unpredictable. Uh, so that is like the whole that whole imagery is something that I've been invested in. Uh, and then I, when I'm making these bathers, like these nudes or like sculptural figures, I've I, they drew a lot of inspiration from, you know, older art, of course, and like maybe modernist sculpture and painting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so I felt that I wanted something that was kind of a, like a visual like break or something that made them look not exactly like, not, an, uh, not a total continuation of uh, like a modernist language. Yeah, yeah. It's not just you copying Picasso. No, no, <laughs> it's, no, exactly. You're, it's, you're trying to enter, uh, in, in, insert something contemporary. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. sort of like wanted the figures to just be contemporary figures. Yeah. But it's ironically because it also almost becomes like ancient figures. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but my like initial idea was just to have like, because the contemporary body is tattooed, yeah. has tattoos. So just like a mark to, to, to make it contemporary in, yeah. in a way. Uh, but the references seem to come from everywhere else except from the gym. I mean, you, these are yeah. not tattoos that you would see typically. No, exactly. I, I mean, the, the way, it, like the tattoos, it's more like a symbol of a tattoo. Yeah. They're not like mimicking the, the, the aesthetic of, exactly. of tattoos. It's, yeah. it's more like I ho have my own language there. Exactly. Uh, but it's more like the act of, of inscribing something in the, on the body yeah. uh, that is sort of the mark for... But then we also have to talk about these forms, like you're saying, uh -huh. they're very sculptural, yeah. and, and uh, it makes you think about your approach to sculpture. I mean, do you create sketches or, or computer three-dimensional sketches, or, or how do you come about these forms? How, how do they enter the, the picture? I mean, most of all from, from massive drawing, uh -huh. pile of drawings. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's kind of where they come from, yeah. actually. I sometimes uh, I make some sketch. I, I, I mean, sometimes I render these kind of AI-generated images. Uh, I, I, I never, I haven't like drawing it directly from them, but they can serve as inspiration, like a randomization uh -huh. of, a, of of just forms, <gasps> something like uh, I don't know, li like playing around with a synthesizer. You get the same kind of. Uh, randomization of yeah. something that's scrambling that you can draw like mm -hmm. inspiration from yeah. but mostly it's 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 just drawing uh, and looking at stuff maybe for a period and then taking that stuff and rearranging yeah. them and i think i mean for me mostly what what makes me choose uh, drawing make something more of it it's it's very often that the composition is uh, surprises yeah. me, uh, and, and you find a new way to d to do it all the time, uh, in a way or, or like. And, and, the, and my, in my mm -hmm. latest paintings, for example, in this series, and uh, I had a show in New York like this spring. Uh, I've been working uh, with uh, you know more with depth. You know, you have a foreground and mm -hmm. background, like figures in the background, and they sort of merge together. Uh, and that was actually the inspiration for that was a little bit. There's a painting, there's a round painting by Michelangelo <gasps> called the Dondi, I think. It's like the Holy Family, and then they have these like 
figures in the background, and, uh -huh. but it always almost looked like a uh, relief. Uh, everything is at the same plane in a way, yeah. but they are in the back, so you have this ambiguity, uh -huh. which I think is interesting mm. to work with in painting, mm. uh, to, to sort of work with the room. Yeah, I'm glad you say that, because that's, that's also something that you get the uh, idea that you somehow get the feeling that those would never stand anywhere if they were in the three-dimensional world. Now, they it are, would be kind of hard to you know, make it. <laughs> they were really just there for the, for the square frame. Sort of, yeah, 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 yeah. You, yeah, could, could say that, or, or like... Uh, uh, or maybe just another way of rendering space that you can do in painting, mm -hmm. which you can't do, like, in if you would take a photograph. Yeah. Uh, it's like a, how do you say, tolkning, interpretation of space, mm -hmm. uh, an interpretation of uh, uh, a lot of, like, haptic and optic kind of uh, way of... Yeah, it's, de it's definitely very rooted in the history and the theory of painting and the tradition mm -hmm. of painting, even though you're referencing sculpture and, and other stuff. But talking about these references, because they're instantly so familiar, like we've been talking about those references back to modernism or, or, or whatever, but, uh, but you have a, a way of thinking about it, like it's not like you're copying or, or, or uh, reassembling, but uh, somehow reworking uh, the past? Yeah, you could say that, and uh, yeah, uh, and yeah, you could say that, and also I have the same sort of approach to rendering nature, and uh, uh, I mentioned to you before I uh, I heard about uh, this music producer, Dr. Dre. He he used like he doesn't use samples. He 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 hears a sort of snippet from a sound that he likes, but he doesn't sample it directly. He he sort of pr produced that sound or mimic that sound, sort of rhyme on that sound in his studio. And the reason he does that is that he, he has more freedom with that sound. He could stretch it in another way and like make it deeper. And, uh, and I, I so that sort of like st stuck with me because I, I feel like the same way that you are not just taking, not doing like, sort of Sigmar Polke might just take a picture and put it in like a collage. It's more like I, I, I see stuff and I sort of rhyme on that uh, and put it in the work. Mm -hmm. uh, in, and in that way I can like have more freedom with it to, to stretch it and bend it in certain ways. And uh, also I, I like the idea of something that rhymes on something that isn't the same thing you just have these kind of uh, reminiscence from it. Uh, I mean, for example, like, yeah, the images are flipping, but like the, the grass is like very stylized. Geometric. Uh, and uh, yeah, different kinds of, the hair in that picture is like, it's not very... Yeah, these parts uh, that where, where, where they become like almost geometric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. almost maybe it's a science for yeah. nature or... And also the reference to other art can work in the same way. That's like, I do stuff that rhyme on, on that thing, and it's not the same thing. So while you're, you're, you're playing with those, uh, this double of, of the familiar, uh, that you might have mm -hmm. seen it before because it's so familiar in, in art history, then you also have something startling and, and uncomfortable and new. There's also this um, weird 
balance between uh, the attractive and the grotesque. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wonder where that came from. And then we talked a little bit about you know, our interests and, and somehow our discussions went into you know, like 90s horror literature and, and, and film. So yeah, I thought yeah. maybe there's something there that you, this uh, cutting the body asunder you know, into, into and reshape it. Is, is, is this something that you are, how, how, how is your feeling about it? Are you, are you attracted? Do you want to play a, make a pleasant picture or, or, or startling picture? Or yeah, I, I think for some reason I've always been drawn to these horrific, uh, grotesque pictures. Uh, I mean, for example, very early, one of the earliest paintings I, I sort of was fascinated by is the, like a hell scene by Van Eyck brothers. Uh, and and uh, you know these kinds of and also I was like fascinated by horror movies when I was a child and like comics that was very gory and mm. uh, and I mean I love Paul McCarthy for example but I think that I, I wouldn't want to do these kinds of images like that are totally like uh, engulfed in 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 horror and gore. Uh, that would wouldn't be so pleasant. Uh, so I think it's more like uh, maybe an element of um, of being. Uh, maybe that I find fascinating is just like it, it sort of displays or uh, it talks about uh, a kind of element of human nature or mm -hmm. what you want to call it. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that some of it finds the way into the paintings, and then there's maybe meeting another kind of. Uh, Something more beautiful, yeah. <laughs> so or funny, so like you're also of, yeah, using yeah. the comic. Is yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, These yeah. symbols that you use mm -hmm. for the mouth, or, or mm -hmm. you know, they, they become almost uh, uh, like 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 comic in a way, and and uh, you know, assembling the body uh, for you as a viewer, it's it becomes an act of a play. It's it's a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And that is, I mean, it's not conscious decisions. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of conscious decisions. I I like how comedy works in, you know, in art. You have these elements of comedy. Mm -hmm. I, I, I often like, like when movie filmmakers, directors have these elements of comedy in their movies, even though they're not comedies. Mm -hmm. Like everything that is a door in, I'm, I'm sort of uh, interested in, yeah. I, I like. So, and comedy can often be like a very pleasant, little nice door that you open exactly, for, for yeah. the viewer to, to come These are little tricks that you yeah, can yeah. <laughs> bring, bring, bring out. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But um, uh, there's one thing, obviously, that needs to, uh, we need to touch upon, which is uh, us two middle-aged white, white guys talking about uh, the male gaze on, on a female body that's being deconstructed, mm -hmm. and, and the whole history that has happened since these bathing scenes were, mm -hmm. were uh, initiated. Mm -hmm. How, how do you think about uh, those elements, those problematics? Or do you at all address them in your, in your studio? Uh, I, I don't know if I address them in my studio, but I, of course I, I, I think about them. Uh, and I think most of all it has to do with what you see. I mean, if what you see around you is full of the same stuff, then you might not be interested in, like, doing that, but uh, it has also to do with that. I mean, I don't feel that there's a lot of painters that do the same stuff that I do. 
and that is something that makes it maybe a little bit interested in to explore mm -hmm. that feel. Is it something that uh, that maybe just uh, you leave out to to the general public to discuss? Do people address this with you at all? Write about it in critiques or? Yeah, I have that sort of. Uh, yeah, I think I follow my. The obligation is always to sort of follow your desires, mm -hmm. and uh, even though it could be like something that is problematic for some people. Uh, but I try to be as clear and concise about what I'm doing and following these threads. Uh, uh, and then, I mean, I, I understand, like, uh, I see why some people could, uh, like, be maybe concerned about it. But I also believe that it's not really clear to myself. Like, some people say that it's nude women uh, and. Uh, some of them are, some of them are, has like used maybe the, the nude as a starting point and, and then it sort of becomes something else that even I am not aware of what it is mm. anymore. Mm -hmm. so, so then you, you're sort of, it becomes sort of hard to, I don't know, respond to that. that yeah. It's like I'm painting nude women. Like some of them are, some of them men, yeah. and some oh. of them sort of is in some kind of mixture. Uh, exactly, that's also what I find interesting. That you, you, you think you might be watching one body, mm -hmm. but uh, often, often you, if you start to count the toes, you really yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you realize that there are yeah. mo there's more to it. There's maybe yeah. the uh, idea of the single mm -hmm. uh, yeah. subject is, is uh, quite often cut up or, or somehow provoked. So yeah. you have a, a maybe person in the background that's, uh, you know, you have a feeling that there's more than one, which is also interesting, this uh, tension between the characters. Yeah, and I think that, as, I mean, of course, I'm fascinated by, I, I like genres, uh -huh. generally, <laughs> and genres always have a, a luggage, and that is always problematic, and that's the kind of double-sided thing with genres, yeah. but it also is a very quick door into unconscious, and we were talking about horror movies, the yeah. horror movie is a genre, and that is a very quick door into, like, unconscious stuff that is going on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's why, for one of the reasons why I'm interested in building on the images that are, like, in the, like, in the European kind of art history, uh, because, partly because that's what I grew up with, or what, what I was interested in and drew inspiration from, but also, like, that you had this ongoing conversation that is, uh, it is problematic mm -hmm. uh, and, and attempts are do being done all the time to sort of diversify it, which is mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. But also you have it like rooted in your unconscious to, as a reference machine. Uh, and that is why it's such an effective reference machine. So that is why I'm interested in continuing working on that with that machine and see, you know, yeah. where it leads you if you take it a few steps further. Exactly, uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And these uh, references, you, you talked about a certain a Swedish tradition of, of the uh, bathing mm -hmm. scene, so that's also like a, a fairly known uh, reference in, your, in, in the Swedish art history, right? So that you're, you're commenting on that as well. Yeah, 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 and I think, yeah, exactly, and that is one of the more direct sort of references and more, like, locally known for me, something that you really grew up with, uh, 
and almost started almost as a joke. Uh -huh. <laughs> because I thought about like, you know, nowadays everything is totally global, every image is totally global, and just working with the local kind of artists mm -hmm. looking at mm -hmm. that are not maybe known to the world, but known to you. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was funny in working with Swedish nature in a way and Swedish motifs. Uh, but it's, it's kind of a silly idea, but I thought it was funny. And, and I, that has been one of the sort of starting points for my work. Maybe you can't even discern it in, anymore, I don't know. But mm -hmm. like, uh, my, for example, like Anders Sorn, those yeah. images that you're very, if you've seen them, you know them. Exactly, uh, just the color palette is so yeah. iconic somehow. You and and also like the, just these old postcards of Dale Carly or also something I've been yeah. sort of interested in and just how you portray a Swedish nature, mm -hmm. like uh, even if it's layered or filtered through uh, th through like, like very saturated images and stuff like that. So and this, and this uh, is, is taking you onwards, the, this, uh, this research of yours, or, or have you reached a certain limit where you want to get rid of it and start somewhere new? Uh, not yet <laughs> but i think i mean in, in this series it, it is much more of scarlet uh, yeah. like simplified so you don't see a lot of like direct references uh, anymore in in this series and i think that is has to do with i really feel i want to explore the more sort of abstract qualities of the body and mm. just be more direct uh, in a way, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. but it's sort of like a pendulum moment, be, uh, movement between uh, having some kind of nature coming in, or like, yeah, and uh, and the more abstract. Yeah, 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 yeah. Full abstracts. Any? Uh, have you have you entered that world of just uh, completely? Yeah, uh, yeah. Abstract forms? When I was when I was younger, but okay. not recently. I haven't uh -huh, actually. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> okay. Well, we're excited to see where, you, where this takes you next. Yeah, 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 me too. It's been lovely to, to speak with you. I hope you enjoyed it with us. If you have any questions or comments, just, you know, we're here for, uh, for the next couple of minutes so we can have a conversation, show each other's tattoos. And, uh, <laughs> I, I don't have any. Ah, damn. Oh, well. Every, everyone asks me. But, uh, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Very good. Okay, thank you so much. Thanks thank for you for having being with me, us. Everyone. <laughs> Great.